Good morning, good morning, good morning. I pray that you have woke up this morning with a grateful attitude. I hope this morning that you have woke up and that you have realized that God is the one who woke you up this morning. I know he's the one that woke me up this morning. He's the one that said, I am going to let you live to see another day. This is another day of grace to get in place. This is not an opportunity for us to ponder over what did not work on yesterday. This is a day that the Lord has made and he tells us to rejoice and be glad therein. So today we wake up with a grateful heart. Today we wake up knowing that it was God who woke us up. And if he woke us up this morning, some people don't really believe that God is the giver of life, that he's the one who opens our eyes. They think that it's the alarm clock, but God is the one that woke us up this morning. And if you believe that today, we are going to make today better than yesterday. Doesn't mean that you're going to have all the money that you need, but it can mean that we are going to love someone just a little bit more. We're going to turn away from that offense. My sissy dude told me years ago, she said, Keisha, you can choose to be offended. So today we are going to be better realizing that God is the one who woke us up this morning and that that he woke us up this morning, that is another chance of grace to get in place. So today, I want to quickly encourage someone, whether it's a man or a woman, anyone under the sound of my voice that you've entangled with or you've joined to, whether it's dating or by marriage, You've hitched your star to someone who has children, okay? So that means that you're dating someone, you're married to someone, you're going to contemplate being in a relationship with a person who already has children. And let me say this, and I'm going to try to make this really simple. When you come into connection with someone who already has children, you have to come into that situation prayerful and mindful of the fact that a pre-existing relationship before yourself had problems, had issues, had some ups and had some downs. But in between all of that is the truth of the matter as to why the two separated. And when you come into connection with someone who has children, please, please, please don't let that person drown you with negativity about their previous mate. Case in point, if I go into a new relationship and I have a son, which I do, it would be wrong of me to shed so much negative light on my previous partner, meaning my husband. Oh, he did this. Oh, he was like that. Oh, he shouldn't have did this. Oh, he was never there. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Never a good word. Never a kind word. Never something to say that, you know what? Hey, 
it just didn't work out. Now, this is just, this is just an example. This is just, I'm using myself as an example. We have to be balanced in the things, the testimonies that we give with our experiences with other people. Meaning, don't let every word out of your mouth be something negative about that person. But if you're going to give the negative testimony, give some positive testimony. You mean to tell me you got with them? You saw something in them that had to be worthwhile Even if you got to dig and dig and dig and remember something they did back in the 80s that was good, that was positive, bring that up. Reflect on that because when all you have to say is something negative, that is not giving you internal healing. But when you can lean back and say, you know what? It just didn't work out. You know what? Yeah, you know, she caught me cheating. Or, yeah, you know, I didn't spend the money and pay the bills like he told me to. But you know what? They always came home at night. Or, you know what? They were a good provider. Or, you know what? I didn't have to worry about them cheating. Or they took, made sure that the family was in church on every Sunday. Find something. (coughs) Excuse me. Find something. Find something. And then when you find that one thing, I believe God will open up the door of your understanding and your memory and you'll be able to find something else because we don't want to be known as a doom and a gloom person that you don't never have anything positive to say about anybody. And the reason why I used the example of if you're going to date someone or marry someone who already has children, simple answer is because these are the situations I've seen and you don't want to make your new partner. You don't want to make that person have a, a, a blurred vision or a negative outlook on a person that they don't even know anything about other than what you tell them, because you're going to have to have a relationship with that previous person, whether you like it or not especially if there are children involved. So you want to already lay a foundation of peace. You already want to lay a foundation of we're going to get along. You want to lay a foundation of, you know what? It didn't work out, but I want you and him or I want you and her to be able to get along because this is what happens. If you go into that new relationship and all you do is talk about your ex-wife, all you do is talk about your ex-husband, this is what's going to happen when your new person meets up with the previous person. They're already going to come to the table with, "Mm, yeah, he told me what you did. Mm, Yeah, she told me what you did. And you're going to be able to see their countenance on their face. You're going to be able to see it in their body language. And what you have done is you have planted a negative seed in a situation where God wanted to get the glory. It's already bad enough. Divorce came. Separation came. That's already one strike. But then you come in and you bring, you feed all this negativity to your new person which is going to eventually breed a negative conversation, 
a negative outlook, a negative reaction. Why? Because you spoke something. When you should have spoke something positive, you spoke something negative. And let me say this. We have all been there where we could have said something positive, but we didn't. We let our feelings make us say something negative. We let our feelings make us expound on everything that was negative about the previous relationship. And God wants us to be balanced in all things. So if you're going to go into a new relationship with someone who has children, think about God first getting the glory where you can bring peace because God's word says that where peace is, where unity is, that's where he commands a blessing. That's what the word says. So if you want to bring God glory, if you want to have a dynamic and a profound testimony, do something different. Be different. Don't go into a relate a new relationship feeling like I have to make my previous person look negative because then that's going to make my new person be on my side and it's going to make them say, oh, well, they're not such a bad person after all. Their ex did all these things to them. So they must have a reason as to why the marriage ended or the the dating relationship ended. Because we as humans don't want the person that we are now with to even think that it was our fault that the previous relationship ended. But a real person, a real man, a real woman will say, you know what? He did some things. I did some things, but it just didn't work out. But I'm not going to spend my time speaking negative about him. I'm not going to spend my time speaking negative about her. It just didn't work out. Begin to cut the enemy off at the path because that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants to hear all of the negative about your previous person so that they can have something to thrive on. Because after all, If I know everything negative about your previous relationship, that's going to give me an opportunity to make sure that I don't do all those things that the previous one did when you don't even really know if what that person said was true. That's why it's important to have a connection to Christ, a vine from you to Christ so that he can speak to you, ask him for wisdom, ask him for discernment in a new relationship. Because you don't want to just hear one side of the story. The first voice you need to hear is God's voice. But you won't be able to hear his voice unless you have that connection with him. Unless you have a prayer life with him. And it's not that hard to have a a prayer life with Christ. Just go to him in sincerity and truth and say, God, I just want to hear your voice. I want to follow you. I want to know your truth in all things because my heart breaks when I and I've seen it happen in my own family, in my own circle. Relationships don't work out. But what happens is the new person who comes in, they're being fed all this negativity about the ex, all this negativity, all this negativity. And they begin to make 
the person that they're now with a God. They begin to make that person an idol and oh, woe is her. Oh, woe is him. How could his ex do him like that? How could, how could her ex do her like that? When you need to pray and ask God to show you if what this person is saying is true, how accurate is it? How precise is it? Are they sugarcoating the truth? Was it really their fault as to why the relationship ended? Is it really the children's fault? Is it really them? Or was it a situation of if the mother, if the father would have been in line with God like they were supposed to, would those children, would they have taken the path that they took? We need to step up and say, that was my fault. I just missed the mark, but I'm not going to make it seem like everything was the other person's fault. And I'm definitely, if God gives me another opportunity to be in a new relationship, I'm definitely not going to paint my ex as the culprit to everything. Now, I'm big on balance. Let me say this. Hear me and hear me well. There are some relationships that don't work and it was the other person's fault, meaning this. A relationship could not work because you had one spouse who, first of all, wasn't even trying to live for Christ. That's number one. That can break up a marriage. That can break up a relationship. When you have two people, one is striving to live for Christ and the other one is not. Your heads are going to bump. You're going to rub each other wrong because why? Darkness don't understand light. And light don't want to have nothing to do with darkness. And then number two, you have, (coughs) excuse me, you have (coughs) one person, (coughs) oh, excuse me, you have one person who spent the majority of the relationship cheating, 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 cheating. It's in their phone. It's in their vehicle. It's in their top drawer. It's out in the garage. It's tucked away, hidden in the closet. You find things, you see things, you hear things. God sent people to your path to warn you and you didn't listen. And then years later, you reap, you reap what everybody said was going to happen because you took it as, oh, they just don't want my relationship to work. No, God allowed someone to come and speak to you, but because you wanted flesh more than you wanted, God, what do you want for me? Is this the person for me? You end up suffering. So there can be a testimony. There can be a story of the relationship didn't work because I was trying to live for Christ and the other person wasn't. I was trying to do right. And all they did was, was had 10 or 15 men. All they did was had woman after woman, after woman, after woman. You think that that's not going to be a recipe for a breakup. It is. So in some situations, it's an equal amount of, it's both our faults. Then it can be a situation of, All you did was cheated. You never came home at night. 
Every time I turned around, I caught you doing something. I caught you over here. They saw your truck over there. They sent me a picture of your truck parked back, back then at the nasty kitty. So it can be, it doesn't have to be particularly one reason why relationships break up. It can be several reasons, but you got to pray, especially going into a new relationship and ask God to show you why did their previous relationship not work? Lord, I don't want to just hang on every word that they say, but God, what do you say? And especially when children are involved, because you're going to have to have a connection with that previous person because they're that they that person is that child or those children's mother and or father so you you want to come in with an open heart with an open mind with loving arms you want to come in having a good relationship with that previous person because they are the parent of the children of the person that you're now with. So going into a new relationship, especially when children are involved, the person is bringing in children or you have children, speak well, find something good to say about your previous partner. Even if that person drug you through the mud, the point that I'm trying to make is don't be filled with anger. Don't be filled with bitterness. I've lived it, been there, done that. Been around the block a couple of times, but I had to learn that it's better to hear God's voice. I had to learn that you got to find something positive to say. Well, Keisha, you don't know what they did to me. Yeah, I may not know, but God knows. He sees. He's Elrohi. God sees. So he knows. So the point that I'm making is we have to begin to find traces of something good, something positive. Don't to say about not just our exes, but people in general. Yeah, it could be a dark and a bad situation. A person could be no good, no account. Yeah, but don't let bitterness always spew out of your mouth. You have to find something positive to say, because that's going to help you to heal. That's going to help me to heal. Be big enough to say, I'm going to stop talking negative about my ex. Be big enough to say, I've had my moments to down her, to down him. Now, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person in Christ. And I'm going to begin to speak well over my previous situation, over my past. First of all, the past don't owe us nothing. It don't owe us nothing. And it is okay to have a healthy past. It is okay to say, you know what? That person hurt me. That person divorced me. That person walked away from me. She cheated on me all the years we were together. She got babies on me all the years we were together. But you know what? I forgive them. And you can let them know you forgive them, but make sure you're saying it with a sincere heart. And you can have a healthy relationship with your past. You, I know the devil don't like this, you can have a healthy relationship with your past. You can 
communicate with your past. You can have a good relationship with your baby mamas and it don't have nothing to do with you trying to meet them up at the red onion. It don't have nothing to do with you trying to break up their marriage because you can't let go of not having a halt on them. You can have a healthy relationship with your baby mamas without having to hook up with them, asking them to send you pictures of them, inappropriate pictures. You can have a healthy relationship with them where you talk about the goodness of God. You can have a healthy relationship with them. You can have a relation, a a healthy relationship with your ex, with your ex boyfriend, with your ex husband. You can have a healthy relationship with them and it not be sexual. And it not be, girl, when you going to let me come and hit that? It can be one of, let's talk about how God has developed and pruned us. Let's talk about how we learn from things when we were young and we wouldn't make the same mistakes again and give God glory. I'm a witness. It can happen. It doesn't have to be anything illicit. It doesn't have to be anything explicit. It doesn't have to be anything of a sexual nature. None of that. It doesn't have to be, girl, you know, let's talk about it. We can possibly get back together. Well, let's go sit and let's go talk. No, it can be a healthy relationship. That's my testimony. The devil don't like it. If you don't have a connection with Christ, you ain't going to like it. But it can be so. Because God says so. And because God says so, it is so. And that seals the deal. So I hope I've said something that has blessed you. I hope that something that God has allowed me to say has pricked your heart. That has been able to break up that callous, that hard foundation that's been laid over your heart. And I hope that the word of God, the words of encouragement that he gave me to give to you can soothe your aches, your pains, your resentment, your bitterness, your anger. And you can say, I can speak well over my past. I forgive him. I forgive her. We can have a healthy relationship. We can have a healthy relationship that's going to give God glory and it's going to help these children. If there are children involved, because at the end of the day, everything we do, we wanted to give God glory. We want him to be satisfied. And that is my testimony. I've been married once before. I was so hurt. I was depressed. But God saw fit to allow me. And it took my new husband to help me to see. You don't always have to speak negative about him. Keisha, you didn't say something wrong. You didn't do something wrong. And this was years ago. He spoke this to me and I thought about it and I said, you know what? That's the truth. And so because of that and because of me praying and asking God to show me how to be in a healthy relationship with my past, how to forgive, how to let go now. I forget I have forgiven my ex-husband. And now when he comes around my family, when he comes around them, I can sit there and I don't have to be bombarded with hurt and regret. I can have a decent conversation with him and that's all that it be. We can talk about how God changed us, how we learn from our past mistakes. 
because I met him when I was 18 years old. We were young and we were together for 17 years. So that's a long time to still mature together with somebody. And in all of that, you're trying to tell me I didn't learn anything from him. He didn't learn anything from me, but I'm so glad that God has allowed me to see that not only can I allow you to forgive, not only can I give you a forgiving heart, but I can also make it to where it's a healthy connection. It's healthy. And that gives God glory. And there's nothing else attached to it. I thank God for that. But if you're not walking in the spirit, you won't be able to understand what I just said. You won't be able to understand because all we know is child, I ain't got now. Uh uh. I wouldn't spit on him if he was on fire. Girl, uh uh uh. Now, now I, I I can't have nothing to do with her because she did so and so to me. She didn't cook for the kids like I told her to. And you, we hold on to this resentment, this bitterness, this anger. And little do we know that if we don't forgive people, God can't forgive us. And that's my testimony. But that's also what the word of God says. If we can't forgive people, God can't forgive us. I had someone dear to me tell me the other day that they were not going to forgive somebody who did something to offend them years ago, almost maybe 20 years ago. They said, I'm not going to forgive them. I said, you do know that if you don't forgive them, God can't forgive you. And they said, yeah, I know. And I said, but that's not what I say. That's what the word says. Well, yeah, I know. And how many Christians quote the word and blah, blah, blah. So what you're saying is because other people, quote unquote, as you call Christians, say the word and don't live it. You're willing to stay stuck where you are because of the lifestyle or attitude of someone else. That's ignorance. That is you being foolish. Just because other people don't forgive, just because other Christians quote the word and don't live it, that's going to be the reason why you're not going to forgive. Come on now. We have to do better. All of us, saved or unsaved, Christ-like or unchrist-like, you have to do better. We, ha- we, you, me, we have to do better. And it's we're only going to do better by seeking God's face and asking him, God, what is it in my life you want me to change? What is it about my past that I have not let go? How do you want me to have a healthy relationship with someone that society says, oh, that kind of that kind of setup right there. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Normally, you hate your ex. Normally, you don't have nothing to do with with their family. Normally, you speak bad about them. God gets no glory out of that, but God gets glory out of good communication, healthy relationships, and unity is where He commands a blessing. So, again, I hope I've said something that has blessed you. Give your life to Christ wholeheartedly. If you backslidden, come on back over. Come on back over in humility. God is waiting for you to come on back over. And he's waiting to tell you what you did, how you can correct it. He's going to give you his word. He's going to send people to your path that are going to help you to walk this walk. 
You don't have to walk it alone. God will. He already has somebody there to help you to walk this walk. Somebody that you can be held accountable to. So pass this podcast to two people that you know that need a word of encouragement. And until you hear my voice again, when you think about me, just say a prayer. Just say, God, help Keisha. Because I need it. The struggle is real. The enemy ain't stopping. But God is greater and bigger than any plot, plan, scheme, that tactic that the enemy can bring. This too shall pass. Better, greater. It is sooner, not later. Be blessed. I love you. Bye-bye.